Oh wait, maybe I should get on the ones that we're talking about. I mean, I don't, I mean. We should bring the rackets to this office. You want me to, you want me to just hang the picture? No. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 105 of The Real Word. Word is up. Word is up. I'm glad to be back. Welcome back. I wish we were in the other studio with all the rackets behind us, but we're going to get that fixed going to next week, right? We are. We've, we heard that there's a, a, sh a store that's literally a mile down the road that everybody on our team seems to know there's like a plethora of rackets and no one's ever brought it to you or I's attention. We need the rackets. We've got some great rackets that have been given to us. Uh, those are in the other studio, three. but they'll be back. We've got three. We've got three <laughs> rackets and our trophy. We're missing all our stuff, but I'm just glad to be back. No, I'm glad in to person. be back too. I, I haven't been able to see you yeah. for the last two weeks. I've just been sort of listening to you through my ears. Mm. So I'm excited to have you here. I, I like having How are you listening next to, me? to me right now? Well, no, Not no, no. Like ears? you were just in the ear. Oh. Know, like I had like that. We just all I heard was. I thought I was seeping through your head this time since I'm. Well, you know. I mean, all right. next time. Anyways, uh, we've got. We had a lot of feedback from last week's show. If you didn't see last week's show, 104, go back and check that out. We we're talking about the clear cooperation rule. Everybody is talking about this as we come up to the May 1 deadline. The clear cooperation rule in the MLS. If you don't know it, check out the last episode or, or other episodes we've done. Or the links. We've linked it up. Or the links. Uh, or just Google it. Just Google there's it. Go plenty in and of information. There's plenty of information. But go ahead with, with what... You mentioned last night, we're hoping, by the way, next week, a little teaser for next week's show, we're hoping to have the Connecticut, she doesn't even know this yet. She doesn't know this she yet. She was referenced in last week's Realtor <laughs> uh, MAG or article. somebody, yeah. The Connecticut uh, Smart MLS CEO. Uh, we're hoping to have her on next week to clear this up, but go or ahead. Or maybe even the president of CAR. I mean, I don't yeah. even know where he lives. I mean... No, we want her. She's what? a CEO. Shoot the one that was. She would do it. Yeah, she. Okay. Well, she's gonna do it. We she just want someone really that has the most information to provide us with the most information. Kathy Elson, CEO of Connecticut Statewide Smart MLS. That's who we want. We don't want the car That's guy. This want. is who we want. She was. Uh, she had the first <laughs> quote in that article. So right. you brought up a really good point that will definitely impact you the way you work with investors and promote properties that are quote unquote flips. Right. Uh, does the clear cooperation rule stop pre-marketing for flippers on their investments? What were you thinking last night? So I started thinking because I got the question from somebody that owns the home and is flipping it. And they wanted to post some photos on their Facebook page, but their broker told them that they could not. Which and so, and is a little preliminary at this point yep. because just, it hasn't gotten there. Just but. to give people a little bit of context, you have uh, promoted homes over the years under the brand The House of Social Media Built. Yes, I mean, I and am 100% marketing those properties Marketing them. MLS. The address is typically given well in advance of the party and yes. when it's actually listed. Yes. And so in Nicole's situation, what they're doing, it, she's creating a lot of buzz on social media and then having the fans of this project right because on a flip they're redoing oftentimes the entire kitchen they're right. going down to the studs on these homes mm -hmm. and nicole's having people the fans vote on the finishes counters 
uh, countertops, cabinets, whatever it may be, flooring, right. colors, yep. paint. And so while there's fan engagement, there's this voting process, there's also a level of pre-marketing. There's, in fact, you're actually bringing more eyeballs onto the property right. than would have ever known ever. about this. People just driving by, hey, what's the work going on? Ever. Is it gonna go on market, is it not? Well, you're also, deliberately telling people this is gonna go yes. on the market once we have our party, vote on the finishes. Is this breaking the clear cooperation rule? In my mind, it is. Certainly is. So when my question was to you was, if I have ownership in the home, would I then be somehow excluded from that? And then no. you said, well, maybe not the no. address. So If you're an agent under NAR, you're not excluded from the rule because you own a home. I would say that that we already know. We have enough information to say that that is not some type of exclusion. The whole thing, though, is very interesting because there are multiple people even on our team that work with investors and obviously not to that level. Like they're not voting and they don't have, you know, 10,000 followers on a Facebook page. But I mean, they certainly are going to these homes and being like, mm -hmm. hey, like the walls are down or hey, like, you know, I'm getting photos taken or again, I mean, there, I feel like there's plenty of real estate agents, though, too, that are doing the same thing. I mean, there's so many realtors that are flipping homes or condos or what have you that I see all the time. And so my big question, maybe and I'll be the first one to admit when I'm wrong or I haven't done enough homework. We definitely haven't done enough homework. And with all of the reading I've done on this maybe I'm not seeing it maybe I'm confused I'm looking for you guys and hopefully we can get we will uh, definitely get somebody sitting next, next week, to yeah. us next week to clarify but but what I want to know is if you do not disclose the address say you are doing a flip and you do not disclose the address but you're going to document the three-month journey of renovating the kitchen redoing the flooring choosing paint colors if you're going to document that over three months without choosing to disclose the address does that suffice the clear cooperation rule i don't know that it does mm -hmm. and for in your example of throwing a big party at the end when how do you get that address out there i guess in our situation you could go coming soon two weeks put it on the mls and in two weeks get the address out there but then that could impact the amount of number of people that show up to the party. Well, how I think there's a I don't I don't think I have to put fo that many photos on the coming soon. So I, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't alarm me. I mean, I guess we could also go the route of doing a listing and just saying that we don't want it on MLS. But I just feel like there's going to be so many of those popping up that like. I feel like there's going to be like almost like a like a ripple effect that there's going to be some additional rules put on, you know, you can't put it on then MLS after a certain, you know what I mean? Yeah, I thought like, a, I thought even a bigger point, flippers and investors that hold a broker's license and that have chosen to be a part of NAR, whether their broker's a part of NAR uh, and they're going to cooperate in their local MLS, are these investors now going to be stopped from showcasing their work builders contractors investors are they now stopped yeah, I mean, with this rule from showcasing too. their work right ahead of time that's that's exactly how a builder gets more business is showing hey we're working on 123 main street right now uh our contractors here they're installing the countertops these guys over here, they're putting in the flooring. Let's go over and talk to, let's go talk to Jimmy, the flooring guy. Yeah. And, and right. And that's how they promote so their workmanship. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it, this is. Unless they're putting their, I mean, obviously they could put their land on the market. It just, I, I actually feel really 
bad. You I feel bad. I do. It just it's. I mean, again, I, don't feel I, bad. I I think we just need to get some answers. Well, I mean, it we could to get, literally shut down an entire business that I've built. We so. <laughs> that that is true. Um, we definitely need more answers. Yes. And this whole time, I've been like, hey, this isn't going to impact us. You know. Uh, if we do it coming soon, we just follow the MLS rules. There's no impact, but this does. I mean, what if you ever wanted to get into flipping a house? I know. I mean, granted, I mean, it'll just go on the market like everybody else, but like all that, that was the reason that I started how social media built was because there's now with social media, there's just so much time to be able to build up to when if it's you, done. If you look back at the realtor mag and we can link that back up again this week, it was, yeah. it was used in last week's show, but, um, one of Kathy's points, who is, again, the CEO of, of the uh, Connecticut MLS, mm -hmm. the smart MLS here, she said in the past, you know, if somebody calls an office uh, because they've seen this type of marketing, so maybe they've been following the house of social media bill. Oh, so it's they, my fault? No, no, I'm just saying, then they call the Ravis. You know, our broker is William Ravis here in Connecticut. Maybe they call, not you, but they call right. the William Ravis office and they start asking questions about the home. And to her point, yeah. the agents there now, you're not cooperating with those agents. They don't know the information. I've always welcomed agents. No, no, no. In. I'm just saying in this scenario yes. of the pre-marketing phase. Right. So this puts a huge wrench, certainly in your business, the house of social media bill, well, potentially. Think, potentially. I mean, I think it's going to put a, a wrench into a lot of, especially agents that are flipping themselves. Yeah. I mean, and if and, and, and if we are missing something here, we're going to get this cleared up going we next week. To. So tune in next week. But if you already know we're missing something, put it in the comments and let us know. Link it up and uh, we'll, I'll be happy to look at that. But yeah, we or, need more clarification. Or you know what? We, what I also would love if you have any questions that maybe we're not even thinking mm -hmm. of that you want us to ask yeah. this individual next week. Do it now because she's coming on next week. She doesn't even know it. She doesn't know it yet. But there will be there will be another face on episode 106 next week. We're doing a uh, a backstep on this one, the two step, the backstep. I don't know. What is it? I don't know. We're backpedaling. We are. Well, but I think it's really important. I think that this is one of those rules that there is enough around. It's here. It's like it's coming. And, and it sounds like there's going to be MLSs with different iterations of the rule. Right. There's going to be some flexibility in that article that, that talks about flexibility for local MLSs, and they're helping these MLSs up to May one. So there's still. Uh, I thought it was pretty clear. I thought the clear cooperation was pretty clear. You've muddied it for me. Sorry. So we're going to figure that out. All right. It could be a racket, though. Do you think could, it's a racket now? I don't. Could be I a racket. Mean, I'm, I'm afraid to say anything at this yeah. point. <laughs> All right. Racket number two. Compass anticipates dozens of layoffs. Ooh, maybe it's because of the clear cooperation rule. Mm, that's funny. That's a funny <laughs> one, Nicole. You got, you got uh, I don't like, think uh -oh. so. So here's the thing, right? Everybody's waiting. I know all my compass people, Jason Cassidy, uh, is waiting for me to beat up compass. That's not going to happen here. Okay. It's not going to happen guys. I'm not, I'm not coming after compass. I'm just reacting to the number one story trending on Inman news. We'll link the article up as we always do. I want to point out that right now, currently, as we talk about their anticipation of dozen layoffs, we'll tell you what that's all about. They also have a job posting for up to 300 openings. Tons of openings. They also hired 80 people, I think it is. It said that in January. 80 people in January. Yep. So they're hiring tons of people still. So they, they've got 18,000 employees, which blew my mind. I think it was 18,000 person headcount. So that includes agents. Um, 
Anyways, it's it, the, the layoffs is going to equate to roughly one quarter of 1% of the company's 18,000 person headcount, which comes out to approximately 45 jobs. And, and it's really these jobs of consolidating. consolidating. They're taking six agent success managers. Mm -hmm. They're taking product experts mm -hmm. and IT support and putting them into one thing called a real estate manager. Which makes me a little concerned. For them, mostly about because individual. It, well, yeah. Well, I guess I'm. I, I no, guess that, for an agent that's used to having an individual IT person, you know, it, it's sort of like a home inspector, right? They know a little about a lot. Where I'd rather know like a lot about a little. No, no. But here's the thing, and here's where I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call a spade a spade. Here's what it is. Compass is not a. I've said it so many times. They're not a tech company. They are a traditional real estate brokerage. And what they've done is taken three positions and put them into one, which is the everyday real estate manager. Right. You walk in any real estate traditional office, yes. the manager is the coach. They're the product expert. They're the IT person right. or, the, or the source for IT. Right. Or giving them the customer service right. protocol. So mm -hmm. Compass is just becoming more traditional because I've said it over and over and over again. I don't care how many feathers I ruffle on this. They are not a tech company. Zillow's a tech company, which happens to be morphing into some brokerage activities or the transaction model, as they call it. But Compass is not a tech company. This is further proof of that. They're going to continue to hire people. Um, they're going to continue to grow. Maybe this is part of the IPO. I don't know. I don't think that Compass is falling apart because they're laying off 45 people. I think they're just getting smart about their money. Exactly. Yeah. I, th I, think, I think they're just becoming more traditional because their revenue is from traditional Agents. It's from recruiting big agents like they've done uh, from Coldwell in the past, although that $100 million producer did just Me. after three weeks going to Compass went back. That's went interesting. Back. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't think this is any sign of significance that they're in trouble no. or anything like that. It just shows me how traditional their actions are. Okay. Right. And that's not a racket, by the way. No, not a racket at all. I know there's some compass agents. Well, think I just, it's a racket I, again, I think that they're being smart. I think they're seeing what's working, what's not. And um, I'd like to think that they're going to become a little bit smarter with their yeah. spending. So. All right. I have been waiting all week to do this market here. Oh. I know Jay. Jay's a friend of mine. What's up, Jay? Hope you're doing well. Well, give him his, you got to give his last name. He might so. be in San Diego right now at the Tom Ferry Elite Summit. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe he's or at maybe the, the Inman Connect. Connect. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's We're not at Inman Connect. No. We're just hanging out here. We're hanging out here in Connecticut. In our racket list. I'm missing all office. my Inman Connect New York City peeps. I'm missing all my Tom Ferry Elite Retreat peeps in San Diego. Uh, I'm in Connecticut. Can't pay three places at once. Nope. I don't know why they do that. Elite and Inman. Maybe a little TF versus Brad thing there. I don't know. Uh, West Coast versus East Coast. West Coast, East Coast. I don't know <laughs> what's going on there. We're just staying out of it all together. All together. We're going to hang out here. here in Connecticut. Although in we had Connecticut. a big event tomorrow night, which you're ditching me on. Yeah, I found that out yesterday. Anyway, so back to Jay. Back to Jay Glazer, New York City broker. Uh, so put it up. Suave's going to put this up. Suave, Sam, whoever's editing it. Suave's editing? Suave. Suave, put the photo up. Do you know that I got to say that last week? What? Suave. You I, got to do that? I, I did that, yeah. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Mm -hmm. This photo is unbelievable. If you're listening, uh, let's read it off to you. Jay's, Jay's standing in downtown Manhattan. I think he's in Times Square, it looks like. Looks like Times Square, and he's holding up a cardboard, uh, like a protester, a sign. Right. He made it himself. We've seen he's, these. I mean, we've 
we've yeah. see, you see these memes like don't reply all to a group email. I like that one. I like that oh, one I love that one. Yeah. The, every mm. real estate office should have that as a sign, <laughs> right? So he's holding this sign and it says, stop using other brokers at the Glazer team. Just brilliant. I mean, here's the thing. You're, you're in New York City. Ryan Surhan talks about this a lot. Everybody on the sidewalk is a customer. You right. don't know who is who or what is what. And you're out there in Times Square. I mean, we couldn't go on to the Guilford Green here in downtown Guilford well, and get much reaction because there's going to be like four people and a dog on the green. You can go into, and a dog. And there'll a dog. Probably, there'll probably there's always more, a dog. There'll probably be more dogs. There's than, always going to be more dogs than humans, But maybe you can go into like the low. Look, you always talk about sitting in, in Starbucks and saying like, yeah, because there's lots of people in Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, there's Starbucks around. And that's what this does. It creates excitement. It creates eyeballs. This is old school marketing, getting out on the streets, letting people know what you do, what you're about. And it's like, and it is a jab on the protesters, which, which um, depending on what they're protesting, I would love to jab protesters. They clog up the streets in New York. It's unnecessary. Hmm. Protests from like the internet or somewhere. I don't know. The internet. Yeah. People are protesting you know, on the internet. They are protesting hardcore mm -hmm. on the internet everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jay did this, and then you know who else did it? The broke agent just did a little. Yeah, I laughed. A little play off I of this. A little bit. What was his? Well, he don't, don't poop in my open house. That's that's right. I want you to say it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, big shout out to Jay. Uh, if you've got a marketeer of the week for next week, let us know. Put it in the comments, and if you've got any insight on how flippers can do the flippity flop before they go active on the MLS. Let us know about that. We or will have somebody sitting with we us. We will. So if you have questions, week. throw them our way. I'm going to I'm going to call Kathy right now. Cold caller. Absolutely. Okay, are we going to do it on like on on You want to do it on the real world? No, we don't have. Well, I don't to. have her number. I got to look it up. Oh. I'm going to look oh. up her number. I'm going to cold call her and we are going to get the CEO of the Connecticut MLS here with us next week. It'll be our third guest of all time. All time. Yeah. This will this will be probably one of our most Watch informative shows. no i think it's i think this is i think it will go it will go wild on inman i next hope week. so i mean i i think that there's the big i think the problem here in my mind because it's my problem is that i'm like oh like that's may like yeah. i don't have to worry about it until may but there's so many things that come may it's gonna be you know it's i just, feel like i feel like i do a better job in studio what would you grade my performance between? Oh my god, I on do so much. I do so here? much better when I'm when I when you're here. You don't. Well, because then you're listening, and I don't. You're grading your performance. I ask you to grade my performance. Yeah, we're good. All right. Welcome back. Keep it real, guys. See you next week. Bye.